Thanks for tuning in to Empowered for Life. This podcast has been produced to empower your destiny and your dreams. We'll talk with everyday heroes, those not always in the lights and cameras, but are doing amazing things with their lives. During our conversations, we'll find out just how life has worked out for them and what inspires them to successfully carry out their dreams. I'm sure you'll want to listen up and find out their secrets to life. And now, let's join our host, Mark Griffo. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. We have a great podcast ready for you, and I have a special guest. His name is Dave Hillman. Dave, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and uh, speak with you and talk about uh, history and also the future. Well, let's do it. First of all, I just want to introduce who you are. You are a fireman and a first responder in Fallbrook, California, and I just wanted from the very get-go to say to you, thank you so much for your service to our communities as a first responder. You know, we honor you today for your dedication, your commitment, and all that you do. Your work does not go unnoticed, and I know you work with a team of people, but we just wanted to say thank you so much for who you are and what you do, and we honor the fire department of San Diego today. Thank you so much. Um, I would say that uh, as a representative of the department as a whole, as a fire family, really the guys and ladies that do this really do this because they're a call to do it. It's a mm-hmm. calling rather than a, a job. And and we really feel as though we're just doing our job. It's nothing out of the ordinary for us to do uh, to help folks. And that's kind of the way we're hardwired. So I appreciate your your uh, gesture, but in the same token, I'm going to tell you, I'm just doing my job, and I love my job. (laughs) And you do a good job, too. I know we've talked, you know, off the microphone, and you just do a a really great service to everybody, and again, we just honor you. So let's get right into this. Tell me a little bit about yourself, your family, how you became a team player with the fire department, then we'll get into some more deeper questions. All right. Well, um, first of all, I'm a son of my father in heaven. Our Lord Jesus Christ. So I've been a believer. <laughs> I've been a believer since I was five years old. I gave my life to the Lord on um, at a Sunday school. They they had the felt board up and they kind of gave the idea of Christ, and it just made sense to me. I'm like, yes, but that's going with that. I remember ever, those days too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and ever since then, uh, the Lord has been an integral part of my life. It's been more than just uh, uh, letters on a page has been more than just uh, something that I know in the mm-hmm. background. He's been a teleprompter in my life. And when I say that, what I mean is I've always had a presence of the Holy Spirit. He's always given me the, the uh, direction of my life. And, and because my, my little bit of my background, my parents got divorced early and my dad was not part of the picture. Hmm. So I really didn't have a, a male role model. And when I looked to Scripture, when I looked to the Gospel, I saw in in the stories that I was reading, more than just stories, I saw a figure that I could follow. So that's that's my background as far as masculinity was just following Christ and and trying to do the best I could to follow Him. You know, let so me just first. Yeah, let me just say ahead. right there. You know, there are so many people that are fatherless, so to speak, that haven't yeah. had that male image in their home. And if you're listening today and that's one of you, 
I just want you to know that there's always somebody there for you. And that is what Dave just said is our Lord Jesus Christ. He's there to take you by the hand. He's there to hold you and he's there to care for you. And he is the best father image we will ever have. Indeed. Indeed. So um, that's that's the foundation of my life. And then to go on from there... um, I'm a husband, so I, my wife and I have been married for 26 years. Congratulations, and, uh, that's great. Thank you. We uh, we were high school sweethearts, <laughs> and um, we kind of grew up together. Uh, tough background for the both of us. Her parents were alcoholics, and my mm. parents were were not in the picture. So we 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 saw in each other um, a family, and uh, from the very uh, first time that I, I, I began a relationship with her, we were a family, and uh, Christ really blessed that through us and gave us four girls. Um, so I'm also a father. I have uh, my oldest daughter uh, we adopted from Russia. Her name is Katya. And uh, around 12, 13 years ago now, we, we um, were praying about what the Lord wanted from us next, and we had a home Bible study. And in that home Bible study, one of the ladies there was a, um, a head of a Christian, um, international Christian adoption agency. And we just, one thing led to another, and here we are adopting a daughter from Russia. And I would have never, ever have chosen that. The Lord chose that. That's so fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that, is, so that, that is so neat. You know, for those that have adopted children, I'm telling you, that's one of the greatest things you could do. God really smiles down on that. He really does. He really blesses Yeah, well, it says in His Word that uh, that He um, blesses children and and your elders. So when mm-hmm. you when you respect the Lord and you say, "Okay, I understand that He wants me to to help those that need help." Uh, he's going to give you the resources to do such, and mm-hmm. he really did with us. We we were not in the position to do that, and just one thing led to another, and here we are. I'm not going to say it was easy, because it wasn't. It was very difficult. There were times when I thought we made a mistake. But uh, looking back in my rearview mirror now, our whole family was blessed through the situation, and we are, um, we are giving thanks to him every day for her. What a great story of your family life. I love that. And God... Yeah. He just is so happy about that. <laughs> you yeah, know, I have four no kids myself, and it's just <laughs> wonderful to raise such a strong family, especially when you raise them in the principles and foundations of the Word. You know, let's get a little bit into what you do as a firefighter and EMT. Yeah. You know, these days are quite interesting, especially with COVID-19 and all that's taking place with that. How are you handling and how's your department handling the current situation? What advice could you give our audience in regards to that? But on a more personal level, how are you proceeding forward? Because you're being exposed every day to people in emergency situations. You know, 911s happen in your life every single hour, probably. Let's talk about that. Well, I would say that uh, COVID is just one of the many problems that society deals with. We we tend to put it in first and foremost it's because it's in front of us. Mm-hmm. But I would say that we deal with heart disease, lung disease, seizures. Um, we deal with car accidents. We deal with 
um, rescues, over the side rescues when a vehicle goes over the side, um, uh, flooding, uh, obviously fires uh, of all sorts, uh, structure fires, brush fires. So this it's just a very small piece of what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. I know it's it seems to be the big thing in the news, but I'm here to tell you that my advice to the, the general public would be to live a uh, spiritually balanced life, hmm. to live a, a honest life, and to live um, a physically um, demanding life, going out and making sure you get lots of exercise and eat healthy. If you're doing those things, whether it's COVID-19 or SARS or it's heart disease or it's diabetes, you're going to beat these things, and you have more of a chance to do so. So you're building your immunity, you're building uh, yourself as a person, and you're um, I'm trying to think of the word that the military uses. Um, you're you're shoring yourself up and your family to so when the hard times do hit, that you're you're stronger through this, and you can you can. Uh, Deal with any situation that comes your way. So that's that's my advice. And here's another thing. Tell me. In Matthew, Matthew 6, 25, it talks about not worrying. So I'm going to go all the way down to 33, and it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And I really believe... And live that fact that if you're worried and 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 um, anxiety seems to be today's, um, the, um, I think that more people deal with anxiety than even with medical mm-hmm. problems. So if we can get to the heart of that, the heart of that is: Do I trust in God? Is He the God of the universe? Did He create everything that I see? including myself, or did he not? And if he did, he's got a plan and a purpose for you. And COVID-19 or a traffic accident or a stroke is not going to change that. He's mm-hmm. going to He's going to be there through all these things. And trials are promised to us all, including what we're dealing with today. They're prom- one of God's promises. And it's not because he hates us. It's because he loves us and he wants us to learn these things. And there's no better way to learn than through adversity. Man, Dave, that's such good advice. You know, there's so much adversity that goes on today. You know, and as a firefighter and EMT and the training that you've had, you know, you go to every situation and it's always so different. And there has to be in your heart emotions that come up in every situation. How do you deal with the emotions of a given situation, whether it be, you know, someone is just in the process of dying and you're there to try and resuscitate them, or, you know, if it's just a simple, you know, someone's broke their arm, how do you deal with the emotions of that? Is there a stability that you carry or do you get involved in, you know, the emotions of that? Like, how does that work with your job? How do you respond to people? Mark, I would say the um, the easy answer to that is I have um, I have a moral compass that gives me the ability to see past the problem. Mm. Wow. But in, in the but in the very um, 
when the actually these things do happen, what we do is we have an amazing team. So the, the guys and gals that I work with are uh, amazing people, and we, we uh, rely on each other. Um, so we do, there's a lot of discussion about the things. Like if if a um, a person loses their life, we uh, I have, I'm also the chaplain for the department, so mm. I'm able to, to uh, bring the family into a place of prayer and bring them before the Lord and give them the chance to speak to the Lord. Uh, I've I've been to um, atheists. I've been to uh, non-believers, and I've been to agnostics, and to be to see the opposite end of the spectrum. I've been to a Wicca's house, um, somebody that was into Wiccan, and hmm. nobody that I've been to has not wanted prayer. Everyone wants prayer, especially during that time in their life. And when you can bring a semblance of the Lord into a situation, no matter what you do. Uh, there's going to be healing through this, and and not only for the people that are, I'm dealing with, but also for my own life. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of PTSD that the guys and gals deal with, and I'm not immune to that. But I do know that each situation that I deal with, um, I'm able to talk with the group and kind of work our way through it and uh, pick, pick the little things out like, hey, that, that little girl looked like my little girl, or... Mm-hmm. Um, it was there something else we could have done differently? Could we have done something more? You know, can we improve our skill set? Um, and if we can't, if we can answer those questions, and at the end of it, say that uh, we were at the right time and we were called to be there, and we did make a difference, then that's that's what makes all the difference in my mind. Dave, that is so good. I mean, you know, Jesus, he had a team of people around him, and you know, he encountered yeah. all kinds of situations in the Bible. You know, and he had his disciples to stand with and to agree with and get input from, even though he was the Son of God on earth. You know, he still had people around him. And how important it is to have people around you. And if you're listening today and you feel lonely, you feel alienated, you feel like that you're doing this all by yourself, I want you to know, Dave and I want to tell you today, you are not alone Jesus is there with you, even though you don't see him, you may not even feel him, but he cares about you because in you is a vacuum that God wants to fill. And Dave, I think it's so great that, you know, you don't do this alone. None of us can do this alone. None of us can lead life by ourselves. We all need somebody, you know, to lean on. And we know that's the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, and it's very best form in our lives. And so I really do appreciate your heart with that because I can't even imagine what it's like. You know, I've been a pastor for over 40 years and, you know, you deal with people in the spiritual realm and I've been at bedsides where people have passed away and, you know, you've tried and bring consolation to them and peace, but, you know, everyone has to deal with their emotions on their own and God is there to help you do that. You know, what do you feel, Dave, has been the greatest challenge that you have faced in your life? Not only as you have been a firefighter or an EMT, but, you know, what's the greatest challenge that you face today or you have faced in the past? I would say that the um, largest challenge is probably to balance uh, um, 
balance family, balance work, and uh, spiritual, and uh, I'm an elder at the church, so um, those things, and also being a chaplain, and where, where does my ambition take over, and where is the mm. Lord's leading take over? Where, where is that balance? Where can I, um, where can I rely on the Lord and know that this is what He's talking about? In other words, is He directing us to adopt a child, or am I? Who? Where am I supposed to move mm-hmm. to? Where where do I move my family? Uh, who? What person am I supposed to marry? I would say my biggest challenge in life would be listening to the Lord and doing, not just listening, but doing, putting feet on my face and stepping out and doing what He's called me to do. <laughs> I, I love my, that. <laughs> so good. Oh my goodness, that's what it's really all about. You know, we we listen and then we obey. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we gather the truth, and then we activate that truth. We demonstrate the truth of and, the, and the power of God's Word in our life. Isn't that what we're all called to do? Yeah, yeah and it's not, and again, it's not easy. It's, it's simple because the Lord makes it simple, because mm-hmm. He knows He's dealing with people. But it's not easy because He, um, he makes it, He makes this world a, a very difficult place. And obviously our heart also wants to move in another direction. Mm-hmm. So this world and our heart are moving in another direction, and the Lord is saying, hey, I've got a kingdom for you, <laughs> and it looks like this. It looks Come like on. love and peace and and long-suffering, and I, I have all these things for you. All you have to do is follow me. And so it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. That's and right. I, I would say it requires that teamwork, uh, so my wife and I, and the guys that I work with, and my my family, and the guys at, at church that I deal with, so it definitely requires an all. It's an all-out war, and you've got to put on that armor daily. Yeah, Ephesians talks about that. Put on the whole armor of God that you can stand against the complications and the things that come into our life. You know, and if we have that armor yeah. on, oh my goodness, we're we're good to go. I mean, you put armor on every day in a physical sense, not only spiritually, but with your job. I mean, you wear that firefighter's yeah. outfit, you put that hat yeah. on, you know, you've got all the necessary tools to fight that fire and to give someone that renewed life and help that they need. You know, that's amazing, and that is such a good thing to think about. You know, if you're here today and you're listening to this, I want you to know you have a supply, you have a tool chest of things that you can count on, and that's the Word of God, and that's prayer, and that's the touch of God upon your life. And it's so good, Dave, to know that you can stand that way. You know, let's uh, talk about something maybe a little more fun. You work with a team of people. Give me an idea. Give your listeners an idea today of what a day looks like in the life of a fireman. So you get up, okay. you drive to work, you go into that fire house. Then what? What happens? <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> um, we put our pants on one one um, one leg at a time, and then um, and then I get a cup of coffee and off to work I go. And uh, when we show up, the uh, normally uh, the the morning we deal with the briefing. So. Um, if I'm coming on and the engineer before me or the captain, so I'm a, I'm a acting captain, an engineer, and a paramedic. So I could have worked basically any of the 
I can do any of the jobs on the fire ground. Um, so when I come into the station, I may be the captain for the day, or I could be driving the engine, the engineer, mm. or I could be the paramedic dealing with patient care. I love both, all angles of the job. So I, to me, I could do any of them. So we could call um, you the Trinity Fireman, the three in one. You do it all. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't do it all at once, but we, like you said, we need a team. But we show up and we, we get a turnover. And, uh, so we, we find out what the team has done the day before. Uh, maybe they've gone on a fire and they've, um, so we're dealing with, um, what they experienced, uh, how the engine is running, uh, what's going on for the day. So the schedule for the day. And, uh, then we also get a briefing from our chief. Okay. This, let's put it in perspective. The COVID issues, there's mm-hmm. something changing every day. Hmm. And in order to stay up with, um, the uh, local health department and what's going on in the country also, we need to sit down and talk about it. So mm-hmm. we, there's a lot of training and briefing involved. And then we, at any point, we could go on a call. So we, when we go on a call, we, there's a fire engine and an ambulance. So the engine goes first. Uh, the captain's on the ambulance or uh, on the engine. We've got an engineer, a medic, and a captain on the on the engine, and then behind them, the ambulance has a first responder. It's a paramedic and an EMT. Hmm. And when we we go in tandem to just about everything, we drive to a, a call. Uh, the captain gives us um, the route, so he's got a computer in front of him, and he he gets the route of where we're going. Kind of gives us a feel for mm-hmm. what kind of call we're going on. The engineer will will maneuver the engine, code three, putting the lights on and making sure that we drive carefully when we get to the call because without driving carefully, we're we're not even going to get there. Mm-hmm. So we get to the call and we show up and we park in an, in an area where it keeps the whole scene safe. The engine parks in the way of traffic so traffic can't get to us. The ambulance then parks in a location closest to the patient. We go as a team and deal with the situation, whether it's a fire or a medical aid. And then uh, the ambulance goes off to the the um, hospital. The engine crew usually communicates with the family and tells them what's going on, where their family member is going, and then how to prepare for the next stage. And then off we go to the next incident, or we make sure that we restock and everything's prepared mm-hmm. for the next incident, and off we go. Wow. Everything is such a challenge, I'm sure. You know, there's something new and fresh every moment in your life with your job. You know, as you look back and as you see what you've done for, what, 25 years? How long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been a paramedic for 26 years and a firefighter for 20. Okay, so you have, you know, you're a veteran with this. You know, when it's all said and done and, you know, you look back what do you want your legacy to be? What and how do you want people, and we have just a few more minutes, how do you want people to see you think about Dave, the kind of person he was? What I would, is that in your life? Yeah, I would say the first and foremost be uh, that he, as for he and his house, he served the Lord. Hmm. So I would want someone to know. I, I, what I don't want to happen is 
for someone to say, he was a Christian? I had no idea. <laughs> I would want that. <laughs> okay, so that right want... there is good advice for everybody listening. Yep. You don't want to have that kind of legacy. Oh, he was a Christian. I never knew that. Yeah, like, oh right. my goodness, come on, let's get our lives. I, I never even saw a Bible in his hand. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so the first foremost, that's it. And then the that's other so good. is this, that I was a, 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 a good team member to work with and that I had a listening ear for those that um, that had a story or that wanted to discuss what was going on, that mm-hmm. I was able to counsel and listen. So that would be probably the biggest part of my life. And that is so good. That's, I think, something we can all attain, something we can all aspire to. You know, yeah. as we close this podcast, and it goes, time goes by so fast when we talk about things like yeah. this, but what would be the greatest piece of advice you could give our listeners today in everything we've talked about? If you could boil it down mm-hmm. to a nutshell, what would that be? Okay, so I would use my, my life verse, which is Romans uh, 8, 38, and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of Christ, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So relying the fact that there is a God in heaven that loves you and has a plan and purpose, and it's up to us to find out what mm-hmm. that is. And once you do, it's standing firm on that, knowing that no matter what happens, no matter who comes at you, you can stand firm on that and know that God has a plan for you. That is so good. You know, that is the foundation we all should stand on, the Word of God. And that is the greatest piece of advice that Dave or myself could give to you today as you listen to this program. You know, as you hear this and as you soak this into your spirit, let the foundation of God's Word be what you stand on all your life. And today, if you're here and you don't know Jesus, this is a perfect time to say, Jesus, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want to stand on that foundation. And I want to be at this place where nothing's going to separate me from the love of God. Nothing's going to take that away. Dave, nothing has taken that away in your life. In fact, you know, these things that have, you know, that you do day by day and week by week, they only add to the greatness of God in you and the greatness of you as you're in God. And so today, you know, we just encourage all of you to stand firm on the Word of God. It is our very foundation. And what a great word to close with. You know, Dave, I want to ask you if you could just pray over our listeners and, you know, maybe some of you are listening and, you know, you're just feeling a little discouraged or down or downtrodden and you just say, you know, what is life for? You know, I'm having all these kinds of problems. Would you let our EMT, would you let today Dave pray over you and let him come to your side right now and speak life to you and wholeness to you, and together we're going to agree God's going to do great things in your life. Dave, why don't you lead us in prayer? Okay, Lord Jesus, we we place this time in your hands, and we know that Mm -hmm. uh, as we look to you for guidance, that you are, are faithful and just, that you are a God in heaven that loves us and that wants to know us uh, better every day, Lord, as we place our trust in you. And as we look to the current problems, to COVID, as we look to um, what's going on in the world, whether it's uh, 
pestilence or or wars or we can we have something that we can mm-hmm. stand firm on and that is Lord that we believe in a God in heaven that loves us and knows us and as we place our trust in you Lord we ask that you would in, increase our faith as the disciples said Lord we we want more faith give us mm-hmm. faith and as we look to you and we understand who you are through the storms of life, and we keep our eyes focused on you like laser beams, Lord, that you would bring us up out of that mire, that you would bring us up out of that uh, water, and you would place us on a firm foundation. And we love you, and we love the fact that we can talk yes. about you in a free nation, mm-hmm. in a free country, Lord. We, when, when we discuss things, Lord, it's like all, all the borders fall away, and we just see you in, in the family of Christ. And right now, if there's someone who is not in the family of Christ, Lord, I ask that you would penetrate their heart, mm-hmm. that you would bring them to a place that they know you and can see you clearly. We love you, Lord, mm-hmm. and we give you the praise and the glory for everything we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Dave, thank you so much for joining us on Empowered for Life. For all the listeners, we trust that you've been inspired to go to the next level in your life. Remember, God's hand is upon you, and He wants you to do all you can to make a difference. God bless, and until next time, may you be empowered for life. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this has inspired you to take the leap of faith and step into your dreams. For more information on booking Mark at your seminar, event, or conference, please contact him at mark at empoweredforlife.today. If you care to advertise on this podcast, drop us an email. Until next time, we hope this podcast has empowered you for greatness.